Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. The following episode is sponsored by LegalZoom. They're helping keep this show free. If you go to LegalZoom.com and enter the code EARWOLF, you'll get a discount, and 100% of what you spend there comes directly back to the show. LegalZoom is the best place to help with your legal needs. They're not a law firm, but they provide self-help services at your direction. For more information on how to support this show and the rest of the Earwolf Podcast Network, go to Earwolf.com insider. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Analyze Fish. I'm Harris Whittles. I'll be your tour guide through the cosmos. Sorry. <laughs> the apology is part of the catchphrase. Um, so this is Analyze Fish, the second installment. Um, I'm here with Scott Ackerman. Hello, everyone out there in the cosmos. Sorry. <laughs> the cosmos. Sorry. <laughs> the best cosmos. Uh, um, so basically what this show is, which we've done once before. This is episode two. If you haven't is, uh, heard episode one, go back and listen to that right. one. Um, so what we're going to do, I really like the band Fish, and um, Scott doesn't yet. And the premise of this show is I try to get him to like the band Fish. And uh, just a little intro about who we are. I'm Harris Whittles, comedian, writer. I write on Parks and Recreation. Sarah Silverman program. Creator of Humble Brag. Creator of Humble Brag. That's not a Humble Brag, so don't call me out on that. <laughs> That's lunatics. purely informational. Yeah. Uh, and Scott Ackerman over yes, here. Yes, uh, former writer for Mr. Show, uh, current screenwriter, uh, the host of Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, and uh, I work on uh, the Between Two Ferns videos. That is true. That Those is are all true. true. Those are no Humble Brags there either. Nope. Um... We had, a, we had a conversation before we started taping about how people like to misuse the phrase humble brag. Basically, people uh, constantly on Harris and I's Twitter, anytime you say anything now, someone will uh, write to you saying, humble brag. It's like being in a prison yard. You got to fucking always look over your back. <laughs> people are coming at me, dog. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's get back to it, though. You don't want to continue on this topic? We could, but it's not really in line with the premise. All right, so basically a little information about uh, how the show started. Harris is uh, a friend of mine, and I've known him for... Uh, uh, how long have we known each other? 29 29 years, months. months. 29 months. And 29 years one, months. 29 months and one year. Right. <laughs> and... Um, uh, as long as I've known him, um, he's been a relatively intelligent collegiate man who uh, has a bizarre uh, side gig where he goes and um, hangs around this band Fish. That is my side gig. I get paid to do it. <laughs> you get paid in negative dollars. Yeah. <laughs> How much money have I, you spent on Fish over the years? God, that's a good question. A lot. Like between travel, tickets, mm -hmm. 
droogs. <laughs> Do you count that in there? Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't normally be taking the droogs? <laughs> no. I, no, not unless I'm watching Clockwork Orange. <laughs> he calls his friends droogs, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um... Humble brag. (laughs) Inaccurate. I'm not on trial. So Harris has uh, really likes this band, and I found it curious because um, I'm a sentient human being with taste. (laughs) (laughs) No, and I don't. I don't mean to say that. And so we thought this would be a good idea. It's okay to say that now. You're not supposed to like them yet. (laughs) The premise of the show is we will continue putting out episodes. Until I like the band Fish. So I may, this episode, I don't know, t- check the running time on it. It mm-hmm. may be 10 minutes long. Right. You know, maybe, and that'll be the end of it. And we'll just call it a day. We'll right. shut everything down. We'll close the doors. <laughs> because you either love them or have decided you can't listen to another note. So <laughs> I may have already decided right. that. Right. But uh, yeah, on our last episode, we left off. Basically, Harris, you decided that. Uh, you need to pick songs with less lyrical stupidity. I think you picked a lot of the, the zany right. songs. Well, yeah, okay. But I, I did want to start out today by, I, I think I owe you an apology. Oh, fantastic. I feel like I'm owed one. Good. I did you a disservice. A great one. You played so many fish songs. Yes. I played a ton of fish songs. I think that what happened was... I, I threw you right into the deep end. Mm, I hate I hate that style of uh, swimming teaching. Right, exactly. <laughs> just, just throwing a baby into the deep end of. <laughs> That's a how they used to do it back. Uh, you know, they'd take you down to the swimming hole. Yeah. Um, you'd be a baby, and then right. they'd just throw you in, and, and every single one of those babies died. Yes, and so they stopped. <laughs> yeah. So um, I I think that I forgot what it was like truly when I was for I I hated fish too. That's right. We talked about this on the last uh, uh, podcast where you had a a friend who liked fish and you were annoyed by and you thought the whole thing was weird. But then you were 16 and tripping on ecstasy Mm -hmm. and uh, you went to a show and it changed your life. It did. And I've liked them ever since. But there was a yeah, there was a point where I didn't like them. And there's some intro songs that I think that I that we skipped. Hmm. And these songs like I liked, I really liked and they're the ones that got me into fish. And then at a certain point, you start wanting more of the deep cuts. The more you like a band, the longer mm-hmm. you like a band, right? You know. So is that what you're going to do for me today? So you're going to give me these entryway songs? I think I'm going to go more entryway. I'm going to go more studio albums. I'm not going to like dive so deeply into the live stuff. There's mm-hmm. going to be a couple live songs, but right. we're going to because I think that you like a like a crisp uh, recorded, like I, you know, I. It it, de- it depends. I like a lot of lo-fi stuff, too. I like Yola Tango and, and bands like this. I do want to say that people who listened to my Who Charted appearance, uh, I think they did me uh, dirty on that one, where they didn't mean to, but Kulop basically said, oh, Scott likes dance music. Mm-hmm. She, What she meant is, in addition to all the different styles of music I like, I also like dance music, which a lot of straight right. male people don't right, really right, right, like. Right. I like Kylie Minogue. I like... Uh, you know, uh, Lady Gaga stuff mm-hmm. like that, and only the, them. <laughs> no, see, you're n- that is a, that is a humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but but so I got a lot of flack about like how uh, what this whole analyze fish thing. Scott has the worst taste in music. He likes only dance music. Right. No, I like a lot of different styles of music. Uh, I am coming in with an open mind, open heart, uh, clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. can't lose. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, he stole, Friday Night Lights stole that from Ben Stein from the Visine commercials. <laughs> um, okay. 
<laughs> so now what I would like to do is we got a lot of comments. We got a lot of feedback. On, on A, different me- fish message boards that I go to regularly, mm-hmm. and the Earwolf site. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. The know. feedback was fantastic. We the we were... feedback was really great. I love opening like a dialogue with people and stuff, and I like that people cared, seem to care about it. Mm-hmm. But also, some people are real dickheads. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. I but only fans, to you. Fans seem to side with me a little more. Right. I think that I pe- I got a lot of guff not from people that don't like fish, but from people that like fish. Yeah. Um, only people like fish that, that told me that I'm not doing my job well. Mm-hmm. This that, is your job, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this my side gig is going to see fish, and this is my reg, my bread and butter gig. <laughs> and um, so I just wanted to read a couple. <laughs> I would like to read a couple of these comments just to tell you what I had to deal with. I really took a beating, my yeah. fucking self esteem, <laughs> really. Because Are- like this is when you consider your, like I waste a lot of time in my life getting good at fish. Which is stupid. And when someone tells you the thing that you devoted your effort and time to, you suck at, and you feel like, fuck, time to hang it up. But Yeah, I know how you feel. Okay. So where are these comments coming from? from the, so uh, this, one, <laughs> this one is from Paul Wolf, who if anyone knows this guy, please email me. <laughs> was it which board this is this This was on from? Earwolf. This oh, is okay. on the Earwolf Paul Wolf. Paul Wolf mm. okay. says... If Fish is over on trial for making good music, I supremely hope you are not their lawyer. Your presentation would ruin Fish for anyone that hears it. Covers, vocals, you played no jamming. Except for 30 (laughs) seconds of Cross-Eyed and Painless, and Scott liked it. He's got a point, though. He listen. They, he does have a point. He doesn't have to be so <laughs> mean about it. <laughs> what you you don't like his analogy about fish here, for being on trial here. for making good? I, what? I liked it. I actually let me quickly read this analogy that made me laugh. Actually, um, this is from Stephen Gogola, who is mm-hmm. also on Earwolf. Okay, I really enjoyed this show and hope there are more episodes in the future. That's nice. I too saw Fish for the first time in 99, and I've been a fan ever since. However, Harris has me wondering if I've been wrong this whole time. <laughs> you are! Now, this is not a humble brag, but he did write this. Even though I truly enjoy Harris, he is awful at the art of persuasion. <laughs> this is my favorite part. If he did a show about his love of breathing, the listeners would be convinced to hate oxygen and end up suffocating themselves before the end of the show. <laughs> Oh, Stephen. God bless you. Back to Paul Wolf. The thing, a lot of people gave me a lot of shit for playing covers for you, but Mm -hmm. that was an idea that I had that I asked for your 10 favorite bands. Which, by the way, we never got to, and uh, people were wondering what those favorite bands were. So, yeah, I I brought them up. Um, My favorite bands, just to give you a little glimpse into, this is all time, by the way. This isn't maybe necessarily what I'm listening to now. Like, when I listen to music now, I probably listen to stuff that came out, you know, this year, right. you know, or, you right. know, Fleet Foxes. Kylie Minogue. <laughs> <laughs> people, people that necessarily wouldn't, don't have the breadth of uh, career yet to be on my top ten of all time. Right. Okay. So, My Morning Jacket, stuff like that. But right. this is all time. So, The Smiths slash Morrissey, mm-hmm. uh, Prince, Neil Finn, uh, going out on a limb with The Beatles. Uh, <laughs> Frank Sinatra, uh, Ben Folds, Radiohead, David Bowie, Oasis, Elvis Costello. Okay, yes. those that's all time. Right. So pretty much in the rock uh, genre other than Frank Sinatra. And now, so you sent me those, and then I went... So my idea was, I bet if he sends me his 10 favorite bands, 
there's a chance fish has covered them. Mm-hmm. And they really didn't for a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And so I, I then asked you if you like talking heads. <laughs> you said you love them. I do. I, they're, they're not in my top ten, right. but I have every single song they've ever recorded. Right. And the Rolling Stones you said you like a lot. You've gotten really into recently. Yes. Right? And so I was like, all right, I'm going to play Fish covering those bands because that's like a good middle ground. Scott likes those bands. I like Fish. Well, he'll hear it. But then Scott's take from that was... Well, why would I want to hear shitty versions? Of these <laughs> and they songs? were shitty versions. You have to. Wait, and then I realized, like, okay, but if yeah, those are for if you're at a show and it's fun to hear those songs. It's like a yeah, party. Right? No, it's like no. when I go see a Neil Finn show uh, and he starts playing. Uh, now, Neil Finn, the janitor from Scrubs, <laughs> is that? <laughs> Uh, when I go see them, uh, uh, or one of his many bands, Crowded House or the like, uh, I enjoy when he goes and plays covers because you're at a show and it's like, oh, cool, um, he's playing Moon Age Daydream. But yeah. I would never like say, oh, that's a really great thing to listen to or a way to get into Neil right. Finn or whatever. So basically, um, I, I, I fucked up and that's the apology of you. I shouldn't okay. have done that. I accept your apology. Thank you. And I would just like to move forward. But you know what? I can forgive, but I never forget. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> um, okay, and then this last comment before we listen to songs. Also, and I mean this in the nicest possible sense, the song choices for originals were a goddamned abomination. <laughs> Yam I get, You Enjoy Myself, which I played you. Mm-hmm. I get because it's pretty much the quintessential song, but Fluffhead is insanely inaccessible to the uninitiated. <laughs> yes. So, that's the, that is the one you played it at the very end of last Which I, when I re-listened show. to that moment, I did laugh a lot because I was, <laughs> I was like, Harris, what are you doing? That was man? the breaking point for me. That, so they, this, basically you, uh, you'd made so much progress up to that point. I was ready. Right. And I'm back to square one, right, if not right, right. Uh, before square one. So, okay, this is this guy is his name's Flan Solo. He's from Earwolf too, and he's mm. and then he ends by saying, "If you do this again, I hope you do. Go with stuff like Chalk Dust, ACDC Bag, and other show opener kind of songs." Hmm. And I agree with that. And um, so well, we that, may hear something like that for this show. Yeah. So we're gonna go with like. By the way, I do before we get to the songs. I do want to ask you. You said you were at a fish show. Uh, and people were coming up to you? Yes, at the Hollywood Bowl. I mean... And they were saying... They were saying how much they enjoyed this show. Okay. And how I, and how I fucked up. <laughs> so you can't even enjoy no. a show right. of the thing that you love... Right, exactly. Now, without people coming up to you and ruining it. If we, so if we don't get you to like fish, I, my life is, is ruined <laughs> forever. So. And I do, I do want to say, um, before we start also... That uh, if I don't like them by the end of this program, mm-hmm. um, there will be more episodes. And mm-hmm. I've heard from some people, Natasha Legera, one of them, mm-hmm. saying that she was there at the beginning of this whole, uh, the impetus of this idea and wants to be in yes. on an episode. Yes. So she, uh, we may have guests. Right. Adam Scott likes the show. Great. Maybe get him in Maybe here. Maybe get him in here. And I want to hype this. I know Fish has no plans to tour Yet they're not going to do a Halloween show. Is that true? It doesn't, it doesn't look like it this year. They will be doing New Year's, but I'm not going to make you waste your New Year's. On okay, but I <laughs> I will. This is what I promise you. Mm-hmm. I will go to a show with you because mm-hmm. a lot of people have said on the boards that you just can't get into fish without the live experience. Right. I will go to a show with you, and just to even the playing field. Yeah. I will take drugs, <laughs> and I've not taken drugs in a long time. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I will take drugs. And <laughs> listeners, by the way, let me know what drugs I should take yeah. because I'm a, I, I have to admit I'm a little <laughs> nervous about taking something like ecstasy. I've never done it. Right. I know. I mean, that's like, okay, surefire, you're going to love that band. I'm not going to make you do that. Also, I don't even take, like, hard drugs mm -hmm. at every show. I went sober to a lot of shows, but... Um, so you know, maybe smoke, smoke some pot or something. Maybe pot, but if anyone says, "Hey, look, you really like you're a 41 year old man. Mm -hmm. Do not take ecstasy for the first time. It's not worth it." Like, please let me know that because I don't know that much right. about drugs. Right, right, right. Otherwise, pot, mushrooms. I don't know. I'll do something, and we'll record while we're there, and I'll talk into the microphone about yeah. what I'm experiencing, this and I'll try to great. open my heart. Yeah, and it may just be. <laughs> <laughs> the ramblings of, of a lunatic of a stone on, lunatic yes either way great it's gonna be great um all right so let's start this up all right let's so light we're gonna go candle. we're gonna go with the choice um some some studio beginner stuff that that people like in college and i'm i want to remind everyone i'm coming in with an open mind okay so track this one track one the song's called farmhouse analyze fish farmhouse Is that a different guy? On in the background it is, but that's Trey the whole time. Yeah, let's call it. All right. Uh, not the, I mean, not the worst thing I've ever heard. Pretty inoffensive. Pretty catchy, right? I don't know that inoffensive is necessarily what I would say, because there were certain things that... That were that offended you? <laughs> yes, as a human being. <laughs> right. Um, the lyrics I'm not wild about. Okay. Uh, kind of stupid. <laughs> uh, and I know we've had issues about the lyrics in the past. Right, right, right. So... Okay, the that song's called Farmhouse. They record and then practice in a farmhouse in Vermont. Oh, it's about, and is it, it's about, it's about the farmhouse? Yeah, it's just about... I found that bands shouldn't necessarily talk about whatever they're doing right then and there. Because <laughs> then every song would be about how they're singing a song. Yes. Right. We're singing into a mic right. now. So specificity and honesty could be bad when in excess well yeah i mean you know uh, otherwise every tv show would be about a writer writing a tv show right okay here's what we're gonna do now though okay i don't mind the groove necessarily okay. i like songs in that tempo right uh kind of a ryan adams type thing yes uh i still think that it's a little everything is a little safe and a little clear too clearly produced okay so well that's interesting but i did but uh but this uh, song kind of into it this song is about their real life but it's a little the lyrics are a little more cryptic but i don't think they're stupid okay this song's called sample in a jar and this is like one of the three songs that people like 
one of their most popular. One of their most popular. Was this played now, on not the radio to fish ever? Fans, this, I think this was on the radio. This was on their most popular album, I think, which was Hoist. I think that was most popular. Maybe Farmhouse What was. year are we talking? This was 94. Okay, 1994. This yes. is uh, around the time when that stoner who had sex with my girlfriend mm-hmm. played me fish for the first time. Yeah. So this may, may be the song he played me. Yeah, this actually you might have like a break, like some sort of buried memory that comes to life here, and you cry. I don't know. <laughs> he fucked her in a yeah, hot tub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, so we'll see what happens. This should be interesting. Uh, disc one, track two. This is sample in a jar. Here we go. Sample in a jar. bobbing heads in this room yeah kind of bob <laughs> maybe three there's three yeah, people there's in the three room people. um engineer dustin of course on the ones and twos um i don't know i felt us liking that and i haven't liked that song in a long time oh really? why I, don't you like I, it because you it's it rarely changes when they play it mm-hmm. it's just a very straightforward song and you so you you see i've seen it live like 40 times and you're just kind of tired of it yeah, I know. I get that. Yeah, it's like the certain Elvis Costello songs, like Allison or whatever, right. that you, I just hate to hear him play. Right. Um, it's a it's a piss break song sometimes, but mm. um, but I, that actually brought me back to listening to it for the first time through your eyes. Oh, interesting. I really wish you wouldn't stare at me uh, this close. By the way, <laughs> that really made it hard for me to enjoy the song. Is you're almost nose to nose with me as a single tear rolled down my face. <laughs> um. I, I, what I, okay, let's talk about what I didn't like. Doesn't yeah. he say something like, a bone or something in the middle of it? That was his guitar. a bone <laughs> Okay. Is that the sound a guitar makes? a bone a bone a bone Yeah, it's a really good guitar. Um, yeah, I like, I guess I like when the chorus kicks in. I like harmonies. I really do like harmonies in songs. Yeah. Um, there are good harmonies in that song. Yeah, those aren't bad. It's, um, every once in a while they'll put a happy major chord in the middle of something, like it'll be like that, that where it goes, da, da, mm-hmm. da, da, yes. da, da, right, right, right. You know, and that's, that's fish to me is like, putting happy chords right, where right, they shouldn't right. be. Happiness bums you out. 
<laughs> no, we, we were talking about this before. We, yeah. We're happy people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just, I know what you mean. They create, they're creating a certain ambiance and then they kind of break it for you for a second. Yeah, it's they, like, hey, don't get too bummed out, man. Right, we're right. not, we're not going to be that powerful or right. that interesting. Okay. I, I thought it was okay. I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not into liking them territory. Okay, okay, let's see. Mm-hmm. So, say that was on the radio. Mm hmm. And I didn't know fish at all. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm I'm in the position where I'm like, that's not bad for a fish song. But if it was on the radio, I would probably change the radio. Okay, but the whole radio. Yeah, I would, I would go <laughs> to to my uh, say fuck my this. auto shop. Yeah, I don't want anything that can play that sort of garbage. <laughs> um, uh, let, tell me a little bit though. Was that one of the first songs that you heard from them? That was um. Yeah, the first CD that I bought of theirs, I brought. I bought two. This was Hoist, and then two another copies one. of this. I, yeah, and um, uh, and a, a album called A Live One, which I have a couple tracks from that I want to play you. Okay, so but so, this brought this was like yeah, one of the first albums that I heard of theirs, and that was one of the that was my favorite song on the album. I think. What track uh, is it on in the album Hoist? I don't, I don't even. Not the opener, know. it's but in it's the middle It's not the opener, yeah, I don't, Well, maybe, I don't even remember. And then, um, so this is after the first time you saw him yeah. in the woods. Or, yeah. Were you in the woods? I can't remember. In the woodlands in Houston, Texas. Okay. And uh, They cut down a, a lot of trees to put the stage there and stuff. Yeah, I was in the woods, though. <laughs> and uh, you you went out and bought the, these records after that experience? Yeah. To go, oh man, that was pretty good. Let me see. Let me let me get a little into them. I remember there was like this thing on fish dot net that was that I wish I could find now. Couldn't get dot com. They could. This is like the fan run site. Oh, okay. Fish dot com was the is the bands. But there was a thing about like, so you just saw fish for the first time and you want to, and it seems scary, but here's how you get into them. And it explained mm. all the band members. It seemed like this very weird world that I wanted in on. Oh, okay. So it's almost like a Dungeons and Dragons type of thing where you're just like, uh, what do I do? Yeah. It seems very daunting at That's first. really nice of them to put yeah. those kind of like instructional posts yeah, in there. Yeah, it was cool. And so it explained all the band members. It explained why the band is called Fish yeah. based on this one weirdo's nickname. Yes, exactly. And, uh, yeah, okay, and then it said, go buy Hoist. I think that was what, yeah, I remember that being a thing, that it was like, you know, start here. And Okay, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't mind, I didn't mind it. it. It reminds me of, like, I don't know, a Jars of Clay type song, okay. or something, like, from back right. in the 90s, right. that, like, not even as good as Counting Crows, because I actually do sort of like Counting Crows, especially that first record. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that Van Morrison-y type, you okay. know, like, uh, type, type of thing. So sure. yeah, not, not, uh, not bad. Okay. I was going to play you what their most popular song of oh, all great. time was. Of all time? Now it's pretty cheery. Okay. That's it's fine. It's pretty major. That's fine. I like, I uh, yeah. Okay. So this song is called Bouncing Around the Room, which I think at this point is universally hated by fish fans just because of how much they've been exposed to it and how... Every fish fan's girlfriend in college, this was her favorite song and the one she wanted to hear live. Well, that it seems like that would be great for fish fans that their girlfriend actually liked, right? Something from their the band they like so much. <laughs> that, that's a very good point. But it's just like, ugh, all right, all right, dear. <laughs> Is that the, a typical fish fan? <laughs> yeah. All right, dear. <laughs> Ooh, honey. <laughs> They're very old fashioned. So okay, this is track. 
four on disc one bouncing around the room. This is from a live one, which was the first live thing I owned of theirs. Okay. Mm, I like this. Here it's I think they're about to cheer very there it is. Was this when they put down their instruments and said they weren't gonna play anymore? <laughs> or <laughs> Oh, okay. couple minutes into it. Okay, so that was like... It's okay, it's pleasant. Yeah, it's just pleasant. You might... Why? I wonder why girls would like that song so much. It's it's just like bouncy and happy and... So how... Uh, that was their most popular one of all time? It was played on the I radio? I think that that like is... That? I don't even know if that was played on the radio. I just know that that is like the song that everyone knows of theirs. Hmm. Like, whenever you'd have a conversation... Whenever I would have a conversation in college about... I'd be like, oh, you like fish? I like them a lot, too. And they'd be like, yeah, bouncing's awesome. And I'd be like, oh, you okay, you don't really. Ah, interesting. Yeah. How would people be exposed to that song? Um, I don't know. At that, Maybe it was on... Maybe this, that's a Texas thing. No, I mean, this. I went to school in Boston. It was like everywhere you go. Oh, yeah, Harvard. Bouncing. Uh, <laughs> Emerson. <laughs> um, so, I don't know how it got popular, but it did, and... I don't know. I think uh, I, I don't know. It was okay. okay. I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm kind of tepid now. Although I haven't heard anything that I have strongly disliked. That's that's a huge improvement. Yeah, that is true. Because after fluff fluffernut, <laughs> um, I was uh, ready to give up on this. <laughs> I know you were, buddy. I know. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go with like a. Let's cleanse the palate and go. Oh, with good, like a, nice sorbet. This is a a opener. This is what that guy suggested. Like, go with an opener, like chalk dust torture. Okay, so the uh, basically this is I've I'm sitting down at the venue, uh, and uh, the lights go down. Yeah, and and they could come on and just fucking rip into this. Drugs are kicking go. in, right? <laughs> sure. How? Uh, by the way, how <laughs> how early do you suggest I take whatever drug? But but if you have drug suggestions for me, tell <laughs> As, me tell me exactly when I should time it out. Right. Well, I told you last time I like to drop my bean 40 minutes before. Four, four zero. Yeah. 
And then... If it's one of those nights. But sometimes you just like to have a couple beers, you mm-hmm. know? But do you know when they're coming on stage? Like, yes, are you they a- come on a half hour after whatever time they're supposed to have come on. Well, that's considerate. Yes. And that's always. That's, why don't that's they, always. Why don't they just come Some, on... It's usually sometimes 40 minutes. Why don't they come on when they're advertised? I think that they know that their fans like to mosey in and kind of hang out, <laughs> and they're not on... You they know. know their fans like to mosey. Right. <laughs> um, so. Okay, so I've dropped my bean 40 minutes ago. I'm starting to see colors. <laughs> right. You were colorblind. <laughs> yeah, I should this establish is a that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is Chalk Dust Torture, which is, uh, and this is off the same live album. It's track five, disc one. Track five, though, I thought it was an opener. Never mind. Dude, I'm feeling it. <laughs> Turn it up a little. Can I get it up in my headphones? Yeah. I just, yeah, let's take it out. I just, I, I, I have to be honest here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I think this may be insurmountable. <laughs> I just don't like his voice. I just really don't like his voice. I don't think he should be singing. Okay. That's... I like the music. I actually like it. I wonder if we should go. I with... like the back, I like the backing vocals, you know, like when they're all harmonies, but I don't know, like, couldn't they, couldn't they just call it a day at this point as Fish and then maybe, like, be the backing band for someone you good? Also, like, you also have to understand, no, that's crazy. Like, maybe get a Terrence Trent Darby that's in there. insane. His voice does grow on you. You learn to, like, like, I don't, you, yeah, you, it grows on you. But it grows on you? They, How? They use it as, like, a, another instrument. They're not, it's not like they're saying they're, but I do think he has good pitch, actually. I mean, no, don't yeah, like, he has good pitch. You just I don't just, like the tone of it or timbre of his voice. Okay, so here I'm going to play you a Mike song. That those were all Trey songs, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's see what you think of the song. Okay, Trey, so Trey's going to sing into a mic now. Trey's going to sing into the bass player Mike. <laughs> um, so this is track six, disc one. This is called Train Song. It's off Billy Breathe, which is a studio album. And this, okay, see how you like Mike's voice. I don't know all right, maybe I'll it. maybe I'll enjoy this. Let's hear from Mike. This is pretty. It is. All the way home. All right, turn it off. Really? <laughs> was that a was that a bit? There is no way you formed an opinion that quick. That was a bit. That's such a bit that you were doing. Come All right, on. it might be a bit. All right. Absorbed. Nope, I was right. Come on, that's half a <laughs> syllable. Jesus, I'm sorry, Mike, if you're hearing this. 
Do you think do you think Fish is listening? You got a beautiful voice. I hope Fish is listening. Can we get them in here? God, Where do they live? God, I w- hope New York and Vermont. New York and Vermont. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. By coastal. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, let's 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 yes. listen to a little bit of Mike. Mike, if you're listening, that was that was mainly a bit. Mm-hmm. Um Is that Trey on backing? Yeah. He's not bad on backing, but... With a depth in a form, form unclear, we saw it up ahead. Was that him saying? That was Mike. That was Mike. A flickering lantern lit up on the tracks In the rocks that had covered up the bridge Kind of a John Denver jam. From the banks I'll take of the river it. to the bed of a valley upstream to the place we live. Uh oh. Someone got. <laughs> someone's bouncing some bones off some skeleton heads. I didn't realize this song was so spooky. The glass on the lantern cast back the side of a drive in movie. We drove by below. Alright. I I thought that was pretty. Wow. That Other than the xylophone. After two false starts, he thought it was pretty. <laughs> after You didn't let me finish. After th- pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> pretty shitty how you hadn't heard this song sooner in your life? Yes. Thank you for finally letting me finish. Uh no, I yeah, I enjoyed that. All Mike's right. uh Mike's uh maybe I like Mike's voice better. <laughs> I almost want to Stop this whole show and just leave it at Scott likes the song Train Song and that. Wait, I'm why do they call it Train Song? That. I think they wrote it when they were on a train. Oh, Jesus. Come on, Fish. You can work <laughs> harder than that. You can't just look at whatever your eyes, whatever's in front of your eyes, and then write that on a pad of paper and put song after it. Did you want to hear the song line at the post office? <laughs> or, or, hey, asshole, the light's green. <laughs> Um, Do you have anything more like that? I like, you know what? I I I am actually into like uh, folky type music. Like I I do like like the aforementioned Fleet Foxes and uh, you know stuff like uh, Elliot Smith's more acoustic stuff. Or, I don't. I mean, I do have. I have. Um, I know you. I can't just request stuff because you brought in CDs and we can't just like you know go to anything. Well, I do have a song called Brian and Robert, which is kind of like that, and I have a song called Limb by Limb, which is kind of like that. Let me um, guess, he wrote it about his friends Brian and Robert? <laughs> Probably. Who came over one day while he was in the midst of a songwriting sesh? You know, actually, this is a... <laughs> in the farmhouse. <laughs> that he took the train to? Yeah, it's uh, the chorus is Brian and Robert, I am seeing you right now. <laughs> You're in my field of vision. <laughs> Wait, I had to look down to write that. Are you still here? Looking back up? Yep. <laughs> Where'd Robert go, though? <laughs> Brian? <laughs> Brian? Is Robert a magician? <laughs> so, I think I'm actually going to actually play this song called Character Zero, which um, is so promising. so played that people call it getting zeroed. Like, mm-hmm. if you go to a show and, oh. and they end a show with Character Zero, you go, oh, man, you got zeroed. That's interesting. So yeah. why do they continue to... Do they listen to their fans? I think it's actually a really good live song. Like, it's very... Mm-hmm. It's a good rock anthem but uh i don't think they listen to their fans anymore yeah that's yeah. good you really I, shouldn't yeah, in a way i yeah i agree but they do like 
people hold up signs and they do honor requests a lot. If you, oh, that's nice. Yeah, so that's nice. I like that. You know what Neil Finn ground. does is you uh, from Scrubs. Yeah, <laughs> you um, you uh, throw uh, paper airplanes up. You you write it down and you you sail a paper airplane. Right. Up people do it on like on beach balls and they write it in sharpie and throw it up on stage. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's fun. So uh, this is disc three, track two, character zero. Character this zero. This is Trey singing again, but it's right, studio well, at least, so it's a little okay. Better. So at least he is trying to curb his. Yeah. Oh, I nice. was taught a month ago <laughs> to bide my time and take it slow, but then I learned just yesterday. you play me that <laughs> well said uh i don't know harris i'm confused i know this that, is when this is about the time last time it all fell apart I, <laughs> I don't that's what by the way my friend taught me that i think he read that in a in a book by some hollywood mogul or something who um the the person would never when he had a disagreement with someone, he would never say, you did this to me or you did this to me. He would always bring the person into his office and say, I'm confused. Oh, God, that's the worst. And then make a person defend themselves. That's the worst. So I'm confused. Well, that's one of their very, very, very popular intro songs. And also it had like, it's on the same album as Train Song. Um, so I was trying to, um, trying to give you that same vibe, but I, f I fell short. So you... Uh, is this a rare second apology? This is a rare, but probably is going to start being very common second <laughs> apology. Do you think that people wanted me to hear that song? Is that... People requested that a lot. That really? Was in comments, people were like, blame character zero. So, I don't know. I, I, why didn't that grab me? It, it may be, again, it may be his voice. It just might be. I can, just... I, can I try? That actually, his voice did sound worse on that than I remember. Can I... <laughs> Can I try? Um, Eventually, we're going to get you to hate fish. Track seven. I already hate fish because of the fans that commented on this thing. I fucking hate that band. Uh, track seven, disc one, yeah. This is called Limb by Limb. Limb by Limb, okay. The shoulder that I leaned on was carved out of stone. Hmm. But when I'm done freezing, I want to be alone. But when I'm done freezing? Mm -hmm. Come on. That didn't what have anything should he have said? And when I'm done freezing. <laughs> it, it didn't have anything to do with what he was saying. I like the drums in this. Okay. A reggae music. All right, stop it. A reggae, reggae, reggae music. All right, we might never. <laughs> that wasn't even reggae. Expertise. That wasn't reggae. 
<laughs> you want reggae? I'll fucking I can give you some reggae. I like reggae music though. I'm a well, what the hell was that? I'm a then? big fan. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of the Trojan, like the early Trojan box sets. Those are uh, okay. Those are really nice. Um, but I like my regular. I just bought a, up a little bit box of Trojans last night. <laughs> uh, reggae music, I yeah, wasn't, of yeah. course. So you, you put the CDs on your penis, yeah, and had sex. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, maybe I don't have as open a heart as I did when we first started. Yeah, this. maybe I, it's, no, it might I, be closing. I, I think don't know. you were actually like very well behaved for the first part of this, <laughs> and I think that you just like had to. You have to get some of it out of your system. And I understand. That. Okay, okay, well, I'm back though. I'm back in. Do you what? like funk? You, you do like? Funk, I do like right? funk music. I'm a big fan of P funk, and uh, I wonder if this is too funky. I think you might make fun of this because of how like funky it is, but I, I wonder. You want to try it? Together. Yeah, you know, back back in 1988 um, or so, I you know I was actually that was like a genre of music that I was really into was that kind of like white person playing funk, red hot. I was like, oh, I, right. I, I went to see a lot of Chili Pepper shows, and you know that I um, uh, one of my friends from high school is the drummer in No Doubt, and so like that that was a big part of their sound. A little was uh, like they 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 were sort of like living color acolytes. They even like did. Um, a, a cover of Cult of Personality by Living mm -hmm. Color. So they were like really into that kind of sound, like the funk, Living Color metal, funk metal type right. stuff. So, you know, I'm not, uh, I, I'm not totally closed off to that style of music. Well, let's try it out. Okay. This is disc one, track 11. This is a song called... Before we Mama try it, I got, uh, we got to get your energy up, Harris. You seem defeated. I, I'm totally defeated. Really? No, I, I'm, I'm still into it, but I just thought we were doing so well, and I really think that Character Zero was like a huge misstep. Which is actually cool because I don't like that song that much, and now oh, so you, so we actually share that. So we bonded on that. Yeah. Okay, let's wipe character zero from our mind. Let's let's try to like listen to some fish like funk, cow funk as they call it. Okay, cow what cow funk? Cow cow funk because they're from oh. Vermont. They know oh, that there's okay. four white dudes. So it's like from cow Vermont. punk, but cow. It's funk. like cow pen. <laughs> to hear like a good producer work with them like a brian eno or someone like that and just try to like do anything to make them uh, like fuck up their sound a little bit or something you well, know what i, I mean? think that this album story of the ghost they did do that i think i don't know but let's listen to another song from that and see if you okay this is track 10 called ghost i think that they Ooh. i do like the do we have more spooky xylophone in this one <laughs> only one way to find out me telling you no there isn't <laughs> so far. 
<laughs> Let's break that sentence down. <laughs> I feel, I feel right, like I never it. told right. you the story, the story of the ghost, which the is that ghost name of the album. Okay, who I knew and talked to. Yes. So not only did right. I know him, mm-hmm. but I talked to him. Sure. It wasn't just one of those great friendships that you have with someone. You don't talk to him, or you never speak. I'm sure, you know him. Yeah. And what is what was after that? Of whom I'd never boast. <laughs> You can barely say it. You can barely say it without seeming embarrassed. I think. Well, so let's let's try to like make that a more. Um, Do you have like a, a, a bunch of just fish instrumentals? Maybe that's maybe that's what I would like. You know, like maybe these people are right. Like you got to play me the jams or something. All right. Well, yeah. You know we can I mean? actually. Go well, yeah, maybe out that on... should maybe that should be our, our next episode. Okay, just the jams. Yeah, maybe I should just be getting into the jams because I, I um, truly don't know if I can get past uh, the stupidity of the lyrics. But and look, the- you know what I'm going to do next time is I'm going to bring some lyrics from like bands that we both like. Like <laughs> they fucking suck sometimes. Like lyrics. Are, I know. I you know. know. But but the way he's singing them is yeah. so clear and precise that it's well, like these calling are, attention to them. These are studio was- albums, and I think that so yeah, they're more framed than they are live. Does he mumble like live? Is no, he just sort of like tossing them off? Like how yeah, often do you are. hear lyrics live? You can't. You know, it's in a, a loud, big place. You can't really. There's not a good distinction between words sometimes, and you mm-hmm. kind of just accept, you know, that he's just making noises. That's true. I mean, you know, Neil Finn has has uh, lyrics that don't make sense necessarily, and more just poetic and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, but someone even raised the point, and I don't the think comments. he would make that bad of a lyric, though. Maybe he would. Oh, well, like, yeah. what's 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 Neil Finn's shittiest lyric? Fans out there can let me know about. Call it. in. Yeah, <laughs> let's take some calls. No one's calling. <laughs> <laughs> There's no phone in here. Either. What were you saying? A fan did what? Well, it's that point about how like they're just their vocals are just another instrument. So it's not like mm-hmm. yeah, I just stop focusing on on the lyric. But you don't even if you don't if you don't like the sound of Trey's voice, then that's another issue because that's like uh, yeah I, yeah I don't know. It's the sound. It's he enunciates pretty clearly. I think you he's, learned to just love Trey because he's like the guy. Tell me about him. <laughs> I know that he went to jail, which is kind of cool. Well, now he's doing... What's interesting about Trey now, which I kind of like and I kind of dislike, actually, is he went to... Um, you know, he got busted for being fucked up and driving. Mm-hmm. And he he was, like, bad into, like, Oxy or hair or whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. How does one get into Oxy, by the way? Is it, like... Take it one time. <laughs> um, so, he... And then he he um, basically went into the drug court system instead of like going to actual jail, mm-hmm. and it changed his life. He's sober now, and now he goes around and, like does talks about how great drug courts are, which I agree with. You mm-hmm. shouldn't put people. In- Do you follow him around on these talks? I follow him on his drug court talks. <laughs> the lot scene is surprisingly lame. <laughs> Um, so I like that he's doing that. I like that he's sober and that he's not going to die. But I don't like when bands that I like get sober. <laughs> Cause right, like who else? Because you wrote really good songs when you were fucked up, and now... Yeah. It's pretty much any band that gets to... that grows up. Do you think that Dude, he... Iggy Pop doesn't do drugs anymore. I mean, but do you think they, they wrote their songs? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. This because one song I have, Harry Hood, they literally wrote on acid in Europe. We I would get play. that a lot on Mr. Show, where they would say, dude, you must be so high when you write that show. Right. And we would, even David, we would all say, no, we never right. took drugs. Well, like even on drug sense. Yeah, that's the one that people <laughs> mainly say. It's like you can remember the experience of taking drugs without having to like sit there. Like, I can't imagine taking drugs and trying to write something. Right. It um, 
I've I've done it a couple times on scripts. Which, by the way, I, I wanted to ask you this, and someone on the board asked this. Yeah. You wrote on the Sarah Silverman program. Were you yes. the writer of the episode of uh, that dealt with the jam band? That oh yeah, Kaleidoscope Funk Network. <laughs> I, I wrote that. I really wanted to do an episode. That was a, originally the band was Fish, mm-hmm. and we reached out to them, and they couldn't come in. They couldn't fly in. Comedy Central couldn't fly them. I also think Trey Sister or something. I think she might have just passed away, and it was just like mm. weird timing. Uh, and so we were, to hear that but it was written for fish and then we, the heat, they couldn't do it. So we changed it to this fake band called Kaleidoscope Funk Network. But yeah, I wrote that. And the, the premise of that episode is that is it she goes, she goes to a, uh, a show by this band and loves it because she's on drugs. She hates it at first. And then oh. she, and then she takes acid and loves it and tours with them. And then she sees them sober again and realizes, Oh wait, this is not great. And she basically convinces the whole audience to come sober right. and listen to it with a clear head, and mm-hmm. they all hate it. <laughs> and they leave, and and then the guitarist is like, why do we keep letting her get on stage and talking to these people? And that's not how you feel about Fish. It's just like a, a, it's a comedian's... Yeah, yeah, it's how Sarah feels about Fish. Right, yeah. So. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know that I can get past... Get okay. Past, but but, but uh, that's the thing, is that their lyrics, when you see them live, they'll play... You know, that's three minutes of singing in an actual song, and then they'll jam for ten minutes or something. So you actually ratio-wise, you don't have to deal with that many lyrics. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's not bad. So maybe I would, you know, this this format that we're doing of you're just playing me like little clips of songs is maybe not the best way to get into them. A maybe. lot of people are like, just play them a whole Harry Hood or play them a whole You Enjoy Myself. I mean, we can do that on our own time. I don't know that that's necessarily a podcast. Well, I think that we... Well, it's only like... Th- this would be like 15 minutes. Oh, okay. And I think that we would keep it on and we could comment over it and stuff. Like Mystery Science. I don't know, I don't know how enjoyable that would be for I think for that maybe if we do another one, that's mm-hmm. what we should do. Okay. Because I think that that is the fish experience, is like going on a journey of with this song. I'm sorry that I said journey. <laughs> and that's third apology. <laughs> Should we uh, say say we have a guest on it? Yeah. Should we pretend it's a real concert? Should we maybe bring blankets in and um, coolers <laughs> yeah. and yeah, 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 and turn out all the lights? Yeah, and and, and we'll try to uh, we'll try to smoke a joint and have someone kick us out. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe I, I think that we should listen to a whole fifteen minute song in its entirety okay. at some point. We don't have to do that today. Obviously. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that we have, we time. have time. I don't think we have enough time right. for it. But for next it time, I think that that is what we should do. Okay. Well, enough talk. Is there? A, is do you have another song that you want to uh, try to hook me into? Now that you've kind of seen, I think you kind of you kind of liked the the funk stuff a little bit. I d- I did like that last one until maybe we should play like a tweezer to go out on. You can just okay. tell me what you think of this. Okay, I love this song. What, when you say play a tweezer, is <laughs> it called a tweezer? It's or? just called tweezer. Oh, now let me say that this is one of their most. Their lyrics do not matter in this. They wrote the the instrumentals during a sound check, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, let's just throw some fucking lyrics on. Okay, and it's called tweezer. Lyrics so are just ridiculous. the same way they wrote all their other songs. Exactly, but I I like the um. It's one. It's my favorite Trey riff, I think. His okay. guitar riff. He is a good guitarist. We talked about that yes, last time. I, I like his leads, he's and great. that's what I mean. Is like you know, if they, if instead of the uh, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings backing them up, what if they just backed up Sharon Jones, and then you know you got a singer, and yeah. you know they're singing backups, and then you got a band, you know. Well, then they wouldn't. But they wouldn't be playing fish songs though. Good. <laughs> Wow, sounds like we've come to an agreement. They should always play backup for Sharon Jones. 
Yes, or someone. Just, like, you know, make a new band, you know? Make a side proj. Well, okay, that's interesting. Can I tell something embarrassing? Yeah. I actually think that, like, the band... This is crazy embarrassing. The band 311, I think, are really good instrumentalists. Mm -hmm. Chad Sexton's an amazing drummer. Tim Mm -hmm. Mahoney, great guitarist. I hate their lyrics. I hate their music. But if they just did that, I I see what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's hard to get past. It's very hard to get past. But but from an instrumental standpoint, they're great. They have good techniques and stuff. Yeah. I'm sorry I just admitted that. I'm so embarrassed. But this is also a show about me liking fish, so... The fuck do I should have to we, be embarrassed? About? Should we, by the way, um, and, and some people brought this up, should we do another show where I try to get you into something that I like? Is there something that I like I, that I, you're not into? I don't know if there's something that I'd be vehemently opposed to, like people are to fish. or that, uh-huh. If we can find that, I would Musicals? love to do that. Musical theater? But I love Pippin and Oliver and... <laughs> I, <laughs> you mean just your friends, Pippin and Oliver? <laughs> my yes, my two friends, Pippin, and, and they Oliver. love musical theater, so you're right. kind of into it. Uh, oddly, they hate Pippin and Oliver. <laughs> I think. Well, if you're named that, you're you probably just you, you grow up yeah. hearing that your whole life, so you're sick of it. Is there anything that I like in my life? Comic books. Uh, I never really got into comic books. So I don't hate them, right? But we, yeah. we should. Tr- I will try to figure out what you love that I don't like. Cool up. Cool up! I'm a huge fan of. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, what else do I love? That I don't know. We uh, maybe there's something, some sort of music. I'm you, trying. To you like a, good bands. I, I'll give that to you. I'm trying to think of a mu- of of a certain band that you would hate that I am almost embarrassed to like. Um, but the bands that I sort of am embarrassed to like, like guilty pleasure bands. Like, there's a movie you love that I hate. Huh? That's not bad. Yeah. Um, but that, how, it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to do a show about that. Yeah. I just play you the movie. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of like, yeah, my guilty pleasures are maybe like the chili peppers or fishbone or I was really into the chili peppers and I liked fishbone. Okay. Yeah. We we are very similar except for fish. Yeah. It's almost like you're a better person than me because you like one more thing. I like, we like the exact same amount of things except for fish. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so so you say we're gonna listen to Tweezer to we'll, take us out. We'll or? go out on Tweezer. Yeah. Okay. And what if I? What this if is disc two track three? What if I like Tweezer? Do we stop the show and that's it? Or if well, um, I don't know, there's probably no chance of that. Yeah. We'll we'll cross that bridge when you come. Harris, to it. I do have to say you seem depressed, and it's it's almost like you you are are kind of uh, anticipating the beating you're going to take on the forums here or something. No, I think that actually, because I gave the people what they want. They can't say shit to me mm-hmm. because this is what they suggested. This is what I thought was the good thing to do. Next time, I mean, they will say, just play him a whole song, man. He's got to hear the jams. Right. I will take a huge beating on that. And I'm acknowledging that right now, that I didn't play the jams. But that's not such a great episode, too. You know what I, I mean? Think like, it, it, I think we need to do that next time. Okay. So everyone, it's before a good you talk three. shit, we're going to do the jams in episode three. Okay. okay. So so I have not liked Fish. We can declare that right. right now. Right. I have not liked Fish. Yes. Episode three, the jams. Yes. Pump up the jams. And then this is Tweezer. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Harris, by the way. Thank you, Scott. You did a great job. <laughs> Alright, alright.
fornication. Intentionally silly, Harris. Why do you why do you think these songs for us to go out on? (laughs) I told you, I knew this was gonna happen. I don't get it. Were those the only lyrics? No, they do it a bunch more times. with that though i don't get why that's so offensive so it's a walk-in basically freezer and caesar with a tweezer it's just like fun words they just rhyme not, not a lot of people have a giant walk-in freezer first of all can you go do 20 they all, minutes in do they all work at restaurants oh i like that part <laughs> this is like in the midst of a crazy jam by the way this is 20 minutes in wow. yeah all right so you'd be, like, having a good time right now if this was live. Okay. I like this. Go three more minutes in. This was a bad spot. (laughs) What are you doing to me? All right, stop. (laughs) I didn't. I I should have. Boo! I should have marked where the good. I want a fourth apology before we end this. No, because that was like if that that one part, you'd be like straight up. Like, your mind would be melting. All right, guys, check us out for episode three, where I'll get a fourth apology, or there will be no episode three. And uh, do we have a song to go out on? Um, Let's go out on track, disc three, track three, Julius. You might like it. (sighs) All right, guys. Thank you. I'm sorry to all the Fish fans who uh, are frustrated with me. I I tried. I I genuinely did. I can attest to that. We held hands the entire program. Uh, I tried, too. I'm sorry, guys. Please don't yell at me in the parking lots. Fish, if you announce a show, I'll go to the next one, wherever it is, in the country. I'll I'll fly to somewhere in the country with you. This is great. I love it. Cool. All right. Thank you, guys. Do you like this at all? Uh, yeah, it's not bad. A lot of people suggest that I play this for you. Um, your past and your future precisely divided this is Trey, right? Yeah. He's not up in his higher register, which is right. good. Right. Okay. That's good to know. Uh-oh. The Manhattan That's transfer a- just walked in. <laughs> that is like a whole backing chorus. All right, guys. See you next time. Bye. And stretching out into the sea, Aquitana, is that what the prophet told me you saw? Gave it to me, but I really don't want it. I came out on top by the luck of the draw.
Dale, y'all! This is Tony Rodriguez. This is Carlos Santos. This is Riza Licea. And this is Oscar Montoya. When our powers combine, we are Spanish Aquí Presents! We have a brand new podcast here on Earwolf bringing you the best of the best of lo mejor of the Latinx comedy. Join us every Tuesday as we chat about what's going on in our lives, Latinx culture, and ¿qué es lo que? Lo que no está picando. Lo que te pica. Don't worry, we'll tell you what that means if you listen. We'll also be joined by a new guest every single week. We'll get to know a little bit more about their lives. Every single week. Uh-huh. And then we'll make them sit back and watch us improvise their lives right back to them. Improvisation. <laughs> Spanish Aki Presents premieres July 16th. Subscribe now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Hola, Nesea. Spanish Aki Presents. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.